Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're on. Double Deuce. I'm coming in with mad energy today, and you seem a little laid back. I am a little low energy. What's going on, man? I'm feeling 100%. That sucks. Is it the health thing still? Mm. Oh, man. Fuck that shit. Yep. Do you want to say anything about it, or should we just move on? I mean, there's not, like, a whole lot of interesting stuff to say about it, probably. Okay, well, it just hasn't gotten much better. And no, still... but it, it, it comes it up and down, and it's... Yeah. It was, like, uh, it, was, it was down, like, a couple weeks ago, and it was kind of feeling up again, and now it's kind of... I feel like it's trending downward. Ah, shit. Coughing up a lot of stuff. Man, if we could get like a ticker of this, we could put it on the, the webpage where like when it, when it was going up and when it was going down and people could like bet on it and. Did we actually have a webpage? We did. We don't. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. If you'd like to provide us with a webpage and yeah. free web hosting, uh, let us know at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter where we don't really post much <laughs> anyway there either. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're, we're terrible at the social media considering like I'm a social media guy That's and true. you are like very social media savvy. Yeah. Yeah. We're both Facebook guys though. I do, I do a lot of Twitter. I just don't, I don't have the energy to like, uh, it, to be switching back and forth when I just use it on my phone. Yeah. It's kind of a bigger hassle to change back and forth between accounts on your phone, I feel like. To me, it just I also feels... I don't have a lot to say, like, as the account. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know what what is uh, pertinent. The only right. reason I, I, I Twitter still is because I've got, like, a different group of friends that mm-hmm. Twitter... Uh, the tweet and then a different yeah. group of friends. Like, 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 Noggle, he mm-hmm. spends a little time in the Facebook universe, but not much. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get him or Courtney Bell yeah. or, uh, you know, uh, or, or Kansas Taxes or any mm-hmm. of my, any of my buddies. Yeah, there's definitely, um, there's people that are on there. I also feel like it's a lot better site for just, uh, new stuff, current stuff. Like everything that's going on on Twitter is like two days before when it happens on Facebook. Yeah. So. So that's nice. No, it is. It's very, it's very of the moment and current in the, uh, like anything, especially anything that's like a big, uh, cultural news item type thing. That yeah. All the jokes happen there. Definitely a day for before. And then you start seeing the screen grabs of the Twitter comments. Yes. The, the day or two before <laughs> yeah. on Facebook. Hey, look what just happened over there. That was funny. <laughs> Um, that's how, that's how Twitter, or, uh, sorry, that's how Facebook talks. I also feel like it's a lot easier just to follow news outlet reporters and stuff on there to get yeah. stuff. You know, I have had a couple of good runs with like, like some, some Tony Humor stuff or like, mm-hmm. like the Lawrence, the LFK D&D when I ran on, I was Dungeon Master for whoever tweeted in. Yeah. I put them in situations and ran through adventures with them. It was fun. Interesting. I missed that. You missed it. It was a good day. It was a good yeah. day of, 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 of tweeting. Yeah. No, that was sort of somewhere between twit, tweet and twit and sort of mm-hmm. a, a vaguely European Irish accent. Twitten. We went to Twitten. That, I don't even know what accent that was. That's Will's that weird accent corner. Yep. Last week I made up a word or two weeks ago. I can't remember anymore. Time blends together in this crazy time hole we call podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I want to talk to you about last week. I, I feel like I owe the entirety of our listening crew an apology for the fact that we kept getting interrupted by Oliver. Um, and I'm sorry if that made that a little awkward and crazy for those of you who are listening. I'm sure it was a home. little adorable. But it probably was a little, we were, we didn't, we lost focus a lot. We, uh, we have, there was definitely, there was definitely, I feel like instead of some awkward pauses, there were some pauses where we were reacting to the stimulus within the room and and not talking. (laughs) I've talked to, to, uh, I've talked to Nelson, Mm -hmm. dear listeners, and and we're going to refund everybody's money who wasn't happy. It's true. With, uh, what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not refunding any of the sponsorship money. How's the no. sponsorship drive going? I haven't heard anything. Did you check the email? I mean, I haven't physically loaded it up, but it's in my phone. Like, if right. get an email, it notifies me. Okay. So we haven't, nobody's come through with a big. Nope. Still nothing back from All the right. after you called him out. All right. Well, so we haven't heard anything. So we're still in the. In I the think search. he wanted money from us, not to give us money. So. Well, you know, sometimes if you turn the tables on those people, sure. they give. It's like turning an angry customer as a mm-hmm. customer service representative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was a customer service representative once. I was too. Yeah. That's the best thing you can do, they say, is to turn somebody from an angry customer into a happy customer. Mm-hmm. And the way you do that is just sort of. Going, yeah. Like you're doing it to me right now. Yep. See, I'm happy. Great. How to turn an angry customer into a happy customer. That was Customer Service Corner with Chris Nelson. Anything else you want to sum that up? No, just, you know, it's, it's not, it's not particularly enjoyable work. So if you can do anything else, do it. Yeah. If your high school guidance counselor tells you, Become a customer service representative. Say, uh, any other options like Merchant Marine mm-hmm. or you can uh, counter that with a, or maybe I could be a go fuck yourself. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's how to piss off a guidance counselor True. corner, which you know, there's no, there's no consequences there. The guidance counselors have no real authority. I want to clue you in. If you're uh, one of the many kids who listens to this program, uh, all your teachers are drunk and all your guidance counselors are insane. That's just a fact that I learned working for the school district. I can say that now that I'm not employed uh-huh. by the school district. Uh, yeah, teachers, drunks, uh, and guidance counselors, all clinically insane. They, if they don't go to therapists, they should. Uh, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you be a guidance counselor? Are any of you, dear high school listeners, are any of you thinking when I grow up what I want to be as a guidance counselor, I want to tell high school kids what to do? You know what kind of high school kids are. High school kids are terrible. They're terrible people, just like you are right now. And think about that, trying to tell other terrible people like you are now in the future about how they need to make good life choices. It's a Gordian knot of insanity and hopelessness that wraps around itself and on and on ad infinium. And the only thing you will do is go insane in a Lovecraftian explosion of madness or you'll take to the drink. Just like every teacher and guidance counselor before you take to the drink till retirement. And there won't be any of that left thanks to Brownback. Let's not even go there. But this is about guidance counselors, governors. You know, you're talking about like high school listenership. I don't know what I think about high school kids that listen to the podcast. I feel like this content is good for high school kids. Let them learn and let them learn young. Yeah. 
Yep. I mean, this specific content or like all the content that we normally do. Oh, they, no, that, were, that, that, that shit's reprehensible. A normal listener. No, I would not give this, this to children. I do not recommend it for children. I don't recommend it really for anyone. Well, but I mean, like high school kids, that's a different level, but at the same yeah. time, I don't know what I think. Have about you seen that. high school kids lately? They're, they're, they're little, adorable little children that are horrifying. It's true. I mean, yeah, yeah no, they're children. Right. But, but I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think back now on 107 and a half episodes of content and how how that would be appropriate. I would say don't listen to anything with kitty in it. I mean, karate in it. Uh, Don't listen to anything. Well, half of that's gone at the moment. Yeah, don't listen to anything um, with uh, Jay Mouse in it Mm -hmm. or Ed Parker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably skip that James Frager episode. You could probably skip the James Frager where we had to wear VR porn glasses. Uh Yeah, skip that episode. I don't know. Um, uh, you know what we can do? What's that? We can, um, we, we can, I mean, there, we did do a bunch that had, you know, a lot of good historical content for, for schools. Like those ones were, were built for, for being played in, in high school classrooms to help learn the history of the Americas and the Europe's and the other places. I think Canada maybe at one point too. I don't remember all the things we taught people about, but there's definitely educational episodes. They're just not particularly marked. So, I mean, if you're if you're a high school teacher, I think you got to go through the whole the whole list of episodes and then pick the ones that are history specific. Who are you calling? I'm calling Amber Fraley because she's been on the on the podcast a couple of times. She has a kid that's you know getting towards high school level. Oh, you want to see if yeah? Okay. She's not answering right <laughs> no. now, though. This is the problem with doing a live show that you're pre-recording. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If, if she doesn't answer, we'll just leave her some hate mail on her on her uh, phone. This is good content. Yeah. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice message. Come on, Amber. Come I'm on. I'm gonna give her phone number right here. I think it is. Okay. La 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 la. At the tone, please record your message. I'm glad I caught that. That's really good. Yeah. Hey, Amber, listen, uh, we know that you have a kid that's going to be in high school soon. And <laughs> Whoa, that's a weird way to start a, a voicemail. Well, you're right, you're right. Hey, Amber, uh, scrub that. Uh, Amber, listen, we need to get some youth viewpoints, and we know that you have a, a kid who might have a viewpoint and might be a youth, and, and we want to know if high schoolers should listen to our podcast, which I think has just become really self-evident in this recording to you. But I'd like your input, so uh, give us a call back if you can on the podcast. Bye. Okay, we'll see if she answers. And, you know, maybe we could put that out on a future podcast if she does yeah. call back. That's um, true. But I, I think it's important. It's an important query. So, you know, mm-hmm. join the conversation. We, we just kind of almost, almost, you know, really did, did that poorly on several times throughout the, the course of it. Ooh, that uh, that oh, segment, yeah, yeah, no, we did. We really we walked, we walked a, a razor's edge. Like if we were live DJs on like an actual morning DJ show, <laughs> uh-huh. we would get fired so fast. Sure. Generally, they've got like a producer who helps 
facilitate that. Who, like, yeah, we're all this who, off the who, cuff like, here. Doesn't leave we the, didn't know that was going to happen until we started isn't doing just it. Holding a phone up to the to the mic. And what was actually delightful, dear listeners, is <laughs> that uh, Nelson was getting more and more horrified. Uh, you can see his eyes kind of get bigger as he as he had that realization, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Maybe you shouldn't." Uh, and then I was I was like, like, don't lead with you have a teenage daughter when you're leaving someone a voicemail. Well, and I think that's a really. I mean, you're a younger parent, but I'm just thinking like think ahead. Like, you know, 12 years to someone calling you like, hey, well, so you got a teenage son, right? Yeah, so yeah, right. here's the when thing. You, when you put it like that, that does sound a little creepy, uh-huh. right? Okay, okay. Uh, no, I'm just saying that's not the first sentence you say. Well, I, I like... I, it was an instant call, but it, you got to... You're digging a, a deep hole from Jump Street, leading, leading off the voicemail like that. Well, you know, we may never hear back. I'm leaving the phone on. You may never uh, hear back from Amber again. <laughs> no, this may have been the last time uh-huh. we heard from Amber, who, uh, you know, we probably shouldn't have thrown her names all over the place. We have gotten in trouble in the past. Not trouble, but, you know, we, we need to be a little careful with giving out private information on well, this podcast. We've given her, her name before. She's been a guest of us. No, I'm just talking about with other guests who shall remain nameless, but then went on to pursue different it's careers true. in which they felt like they mm-hmm. might, like this podcast mm-hmm. might land them in some trouble or, or, or uh, bias someone against them, which I can't believe personally, because I think it's a charming podcast, yeah. which we should have, you know, a listenership and literally tens as big as we do now. Um, so I don't understand why, why they're upset about it, but I can also understand they're trying to get a professional job in a professional world. And, you know, some people don't get what we're doing here, which is mm-hmm. community building. And, and well, they, I think too, part of it is also trying to get a professional job, like a public professional job within the town in which this thing is recorded. And, uh, yeah. So I feel like that's a little different too. Like, if there's a place where someone is more likely to listen to these episodes and and have thoughts about the people on them, it's people within this town in which we live that we record it. That's true. Like, somebody in... I feel like someone in Chicago who was, like, a guest... Like, if Rob Schulte was was trying to get, like, a public job in New York, I don't think he'd worry that he was on this podcast a handful of times. You should be worried, Rob Schulte. It's true. You should be worried. You said, you said some very inflammatory things. We're gonna we're gonna ruin all of your careers. Oh, man, I wonder. The, I wonder if he's gonna be back in town for the holidays again, like he was last year. I don't know. We should we should ask him on the podcast rather than <laughs> hey, just texting Schulte, him directly. Are you gonna be back for the holidays again this year? You want to be a guest again? Let us know. Hashtag I'm Rob Schulte, and I say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we set up a hashtag for that because yep. in case anybody who's not Rob Schulte. Speaking of people who are not Rob Schulte, uh, that Ed Parker is mm-hmm. a scallywag. Uh, he was on the show a few shows ago. Yeah. And today I put a call out for guests. I did put the call out about a half an hour before we had the show. That's tricky. Did this, this time did you be like, let me know if you want to guest rather than just come to the place? I did. I said, <laughs> don't just show up. Uh-huh. And of course that Ed Parker said, hey, Sheila, let's just show up unannounced. What are they going to do? Stop us? Mm-hmm. And my answer to that is yes, we would stop them. I'm not having that happen again. Mm-hmm. That was a travesty. I was devastated as a human, <laughs> as a podcaster, uh-huh. as a professional, and as a person. You, you know, I feel like, uh, you, you 
you've got a lot of experience now. You've learned a lot of lessons about like booking guests for a show. I think that's that's like a, a profession that you could now do. You could be like a booker now. Yeah, well, you, you know, all, you've learned all you've learned all the pitfalls to avoid. Here, here's the thing: the Oprah people called me the other day, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, that fucking Oprah man." Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Stop the presses. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Nelson's angry Oprah corner. Okay. All right. I just want to say one thing. Yeah, no, but can I just finish the thought, though? Yeah, Yeah, the Oprah people were going to have me be their booking agent, but then they're like, are you the guy that just put out the open call on Facebook and everyone showed up in your basement and you had like 18 people in your basement, but you still did the show anyway, and it was two shows that were very squarely in travesties. Mm -hmm. And I would have to say yes to that, and then the Oprah people were like, you know what, never mind, and they hung up. And they called collect, too. You know what, they can go fuck themselves. Why is that? Here's why. One, she doesn't have a show anymore where she's booking guests, so they were fucking with you. Two, those fucking soups, man, that she makes. They're like the the the, the healthy comfort soups. Oprah's healthy comfort they're, soups. They're a lie. Oprah soups are violent, and here's why. There's this this commercial, and it was like broccoli cheddar soup, and it's on the can. Broccoli cheddar soup. They're calling it broccoli cheddar soup. And it's a can, not a pouch. Not a, like I don't a, remember. Maybe okay. it was a pouch. I don't know. It was in a thing. But on the thing, it's okay. a picture of the soup, and it says broccoli cheddar soup, right? Right. And she's like, you know, what I did, like, I replaced the, the they have like a picture of a block of cheese. Like, I replaced that big block of cheese with healthy butternut squash. And so now, you can, it's still delicious. You can take it. I'm like, Bitch, that is not broccoli cheddar soup. That is butternut broccoli soup. That's a different soup. You can't just get rid of one of the title ingredients and still call it the thing that's in the title. That's that's a different soup. (laughs) That's an existing... Like, you make soups with butternut squash all the time. Like, I understand that, like, there's a lot of people who'd be like, butternut squash, I don't know about that. And they're like, cheddar, I'm in. And then you trick them, I guess. That's why it's lies. (laughs) Oprah is trying to to trick you into eating healthy, and to what end? To fill her own coffers by saying. Let, let me just get the logic straight on this by saying that it's broccoli cheddar when it's actually broccoli butternut. Mm-hmm. Is there any cheddar in there at all? Nope. Wow. Not, not that she. According to her, wow. in the commercials, no. Wow. That see that seems a little like some. That seems like Trump logic. I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's a dash, but it, it seems like, you know, you, you, you're familiar with soups and soup making. I just like want to clarify. Soup my, like a lot of, uh, it's a lot of squash. I want to clarify my statement and say I don't think in any way, shape, or form Oprah is anything like Trump, but I'm saying, no. like telling someone that something is, mm-hmm. is something is absolutely not. No. That seems to be a, a hallmark of the Trump administration. But his, his are generally completely out of left field. She's at least like, she is talking about soup. And, and it is still a soup-based thing. Yeah, yeah, but she, yeah. But no, but it is because he, he he it it, it is it, it is a horrifying level of dishonesty. Still, I hate horrifying levels of dishonesty, especially because man, squash makes a good soup. You don't need to lie to people about it. I understand maybe people don't know that, but if someone's going to teach people how squash makes a good soup, it's fucking Oprah. Oprah can fucking fly that out there. She can be like, hey. Oh, wait, wait, wait hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. We, 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 got, we got Amber Fraley on. Hi, Amber. Am I a long-time listener? You, you, you are. You're live on the air. Listen, uh, we had a, had a question for you. 
okay. from an earlier corner, and I just wanted to ask you, and uh, on uh, here now that we've got you, um, because you, you, your 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 daughter's in in junior high school, right? Why are you leaving with high this school? Again? Okay. Uh, now, so we we had a, a segment, uh, and 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 the question of the segment was: Should high school children be able to listen to this able show? To, or should should they, should they listen to, they to the should. podcast? Yeah. So should they? Should they? Yeah. So uh, I guess my question to you, as the parent of a high school age child, is: Would you let her listen to the podcast? Uh, and 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 should you? Oh, I- Personally, hell yeah, I'd love to listen. <laughs> I would encourage her to listen. Okay, but that's the kind of parent I am. So, right, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. A parent. Right. So, so you're saying that it's sort of a parent by parent basis. I would say so. I mean. Uh, the parents who would say they shouldn't listen, I think those parents are full of shit. But I mean, that's my opinion. High school kids. They know a lot. Mm, right. Mean, they, they just do. We knew a lot when we were in high school, and now they know even more because of the internet. So, so my supposition, my supposition was basically that all teachers are mostly drunk and all, uh, guidance counselors are crazy. Would you say that's in line with your experience with the public schools? I would, I would say that's all true and information that kids need to know. Okay, great. Thank you, Amber, for that was all we needed. Okay, cool. All right. Talk to you later. Hey, come on the show soon. Oh, okay, I will. Woo! Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, there you have it. That's science. We researched. Exactly. We talked to literally one parent. Uh-huh. We did a deep, deep uh, investigation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what we found we, out. That we're good for high school students uh-huh. of all ages. It's true. Absolutely. Because, because they're already watching all kinds of porns anyway, so why not listen to Double Deuce? And that all your teachers are drunk and all the guidance counselors are crazy. So, that's what we figured out today. And then Oprah's lying to you. Yeah. This has been a big day. I There's know. been a lot of information. I know. Mm. We've still got like a minute left. I, I know. know. Hold up. Let me look up the poison control number uh, because then we can give them that too. So then it will be <laughs> okay. the most informative episode ever. You uh, stall for a little bit. Is there still a poison control? Do they still have Mr. Yuck stickers? No, they don't. They, poison control. What? Got, How do you even have a poison control without right, Mr. Look, Yuck look, stickers? I was at the Berry Plastics trade show. How do you know uh, what not I'll, to drink I'll, without I'll Mr. Yuck Berry. stickers? Uh, no. I'm just going to drink whatever I want when I go home. No, no, no. Come now. on, man. Don't know, end it all. I won't know what's not cool to drink under a sink unless there's a Mr. Yuck sticker on there. And They don't do Mr. Yuck. It's all like upscale now. They're all like, like poison control. What's not upscale about Mr. Yuck? He he's clearly, of, he's clearly a very sophisticated, high class gentleman. He comes from the nineties with Mister Smiley he, he face. He comes from earlier than the nineties, man. <laughs> Listen, okay. Uh, I think Mister Yuck seventies, Mister Yuck. Look oh, up Mister Yuck too. Um, poisoned? Get expert help online. That's uh-huh. that's an interesting starter. Okay, well that's our time. But let me just tell you before you we go. Tell you're gonna you're gonna come. Let me tell you if, if you've been poisoned. Um, just remember, here's the tip of the day. Even one single tablet of grandpa's high blood pressure, diabetes, heart, arthritis, or pain medication can be extremely dangerous for the grandbaby. Always make sure grandma and grandpa's medications are stored where children can never get to them. Why not ask your elderly mid-60s mom and dad uh, if they could please uh, remember in their dementia-addled brains not to leave their lisinopril out 
uh, please do that. And remember, if you have been poisoned or if grandma and grandpa just can't keep their Viagra off of the countertop in the kitchen, dial 1-800-222-1222. Learn the po- Poison Help jingle in English. So we'll we'll go out with the Poison Help jingle today. Mr. Yuck is from the 70s. I looked it up. Here's the, listen, the He's created by Richard jingle. Moriarty. What was Professor Moriarty's first name? Uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Moriarty. Steve Moriarty, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah. I'm going to play yeah. the 30-second jingle here play for it. Poison Control, and that's going to take us out. See, here. it is educational. This is for the kids. This is always for the kids. It always has been. The high school or older. Wow. one 1-800-222-1222 It's that one in there that throws the whole uh, freaking thing like, up. They must have been so pissed. We're like, you can just be all twos, guys. You can just be all twos. They're like, God damn it. There's a one in there. <laughs> who's, who's got all the twos? Jesus. Fucking hell. Double deuce. Who's got all the twos? I don't know. What's grandma taking? I want to try it. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too, I found out. There's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And, hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm -hmm. Your word of mouth is is worth a Tell your friends. Thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Tell her. Everybody likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. (laughs) We're doing so well.